Hello everyone, welcome back to Jack's Nerdcast. Today's episode will be about in the book Infinity Blade Awakening. Uh, this book, the events of this book take take place between the events of the first and second game. And uh, actually the ending of the book is uh, is, a, is basically the book's version of the intro part to the fir- to the second game. So it's interesting how with the Infinity Blade Awakening and its sequel book, Infinity Blade Redemption, uh, the both endings are the beginning of the game that follows them. And this is really important because they actually give uh, details that uh, the game intro to this, that the game's intro in the second and third game don't give, that the books give. But today will be Infinity Blade Awakening, which ta- which again takes place between the events of the first and second book. Um, essentially what happens, how it starts off is um, Cyrus returns to his village after having defeated Radriar, the God King. And he liberates his village from uh, a mayor who is basically abusive and a tyrant. And uh, he believes he'll be welcome home as a hero. But the reality is he's not. In fact, his village elders are actually afraid of him, and so is some of the village. Um, and he talks to his mother about this, who talks to him about what the elders think he should do, and that is he should leave, and that the elders are going to have the mayor return. And, of course, this upsets Cyrus deeply because he's being treated as an enemy or a villain or an outcast even though his whole purpose was to defeat the God King. Of course, they never really expected him to do that, but um, they have this ritual every year where every time uh, he, he would go to defeat, to face the God King, where they would have a big celebration uh, to encourage him in his ventures and, and encourage him in his facing uh, Radriar. However, that's not the welcoming that he receives after he returns with the Infinity Blade. And um, an important note I want to make before continuing is that I think the reason the book is called Awakening is because the Infinity Blade is now awakened. With Cyrus having killed Radriar with it, he has now awakened the full power of the Infinity Blade to kill a Deathless, to kill an immortal person. And so now that the Blade is awakened, he will be hunted by other Deathless, including Radriar, who is who essentially just reawakened in one of his chambers at his castle or one of his in within one of his castles not the one he was at where Cyrus killed him but a different one and um and uh throughout the book you'll he- have scenes of Radriar um contemplating and trying to figure out who is this guy that defeated me because this shouldn't have happened if he really is a mortal person he this shouldn't have happened and as he studies his his fight with uh, Cyrus, he begins to see a pattern and a familiarity with the fighting style of him. And he realizes that Cyrus is, is someone he actually knows from his past. Someone who he's fought and defeated in his past. And that's a really important point, which I'll get into more. Either, I don't know if I'll get into it. Yeah, I'll get into it in this episode. As well as in my discussion of... Uh, the Infinity Blade, the Infinity Blade 2 game. But yeah, Cyrus, um, he decides to agree with the council and his mother and leave, um, and leave his, uh, 
village and they'll have their abusive mayor return uh despite the fact that he liberated them from him um mainly because and the reason he decides to leave is because he thinks it's he agrees with his mother and the elders that even though what they're doing is foolish and having the abusive mayor return it is safer for him to leave and to venture off and figure out what to do with the infinity blade and how to face the deathless and fulfill his uh, uh, goal of liberating mankind from the deathless. Um, and there are some important, the main thing I wanted to focus on with this episode is the main important points that I gathered from the book. There are probably a couple I missed that are important, but I mainly want to focus on these points. Um, so, uh, essentially Cyrus, after having counsel with his mother, he, and the elders, he returns to the castle he defeated the God King at, and this is where he meets Issa, who is essentially a mortal person who's also a thief and an assassin. She wanted to take the Infinity Blade, my guess is, and sell it or give it to a Deathless who would make a fair, who would make a decent trade offer for it and give her wealth of some kind. But um, Cyrus was able to actually return the, after she, Issa stole it, he was able to return the Infinity Blade to himself using uh, this ring or device that could teleport the weapon back to him. And so in doing so, Issa decided to stick around with him. Initially, she was going to betray him and take the blade for herself when they went on their adventures. However, um, she was hesitant to do this because um, he he seemed like a kind person and he seemed to... He seemed to be a person who was after the right things and he wanted to do the right things even though she thought he was a deathless. And that's why in the middle of the night as she's about to take the Infinity Blade, he stops her and he gets angry. Not in a way that she expected because what she expected was for him to be angry, vengeful, but he wasn't. He was disappointed because he thought she would be better than that. And so she decides, you know what, I'm sorry. If you want to tie me up to the horse as we move forward, that's fine. I'll go along. And I think that really is a turning point because she she figured, she learns, she thinks, and later confirms that he is a deathless. And that's what's, or I think she knew he was a deathless all along. I forget how the book described it, but she essentially figured out that Cyrus was a deathless before he knew it. And she was surprised by the fact that he just wanted to be kind and do the right things and liberate mankind from the tyranny of the deathless. And that surprised her because he himself is deathless. Of course, he doesn't figure this out until later. Uh, Issa did almost steal the Infinity Blade from him, but he did not respond how she expected. She knew what he was a deathless at this moment, even though he did not, which is really ironic again. Um, throughout the book, you'll find that Cyrus must contend with an inner mindset he has that the book calls the dark self. It is later discovered in the second game and the sequel novel that this was his former self outside of the vial, which I will be getting to more into uh, my review of the second game. Um, later in their advent- in their travels, Cyrus saves Issa from some creatures who injure her. This surprised her also as she did not think a deathless held sympathy for a mortal. Uh, the deathless of the 
land are not really sympathetic towards mortals. They view them more as chattel, like cows, as things that they can move around whenever they want or deal with them however uh, they want, regardless of concern for their uh, person or, you know, whether or not they take care of them, they don't, they're not really concerned with because they're about power, authority. The Deathless are about power, authority, and exercising their will over others. Um, when And then in the last portion of the book where the beginning of the second game and the ending of the first book overlap, uh, Cyrus goes to get answers about where the Worker of Secrets is. That's something that he's been searching for is the Worker of Secrets because the Worker of Secrets is the one who created the Infinity Blade he also, and he thinks he can unravel its secrets. He also believes that uh, the Worker of Secrets is a good guy who will help liberate, um, help him liberate uh, the Deathless, liberate mortal mankind from the Deathless. However, in searching for answers, which he does get, he figures out where the Worker is. He is almost killed permanently by Rager, who surprised him. Um, Cyrus put the Infinity Blade in this machine in that had the infinity blade shape like in the dungeon in like in the dungeon in the first game and he thinks something similar will happen but that was Rajar tricking him into doing that to figure out if he had actually opened the pathway to his dungeons which of course he did and Rajar is almost successful in killing Cyrus permanently with the infinity blade however Issa stopped him before he could uh, by shooting an arrow at his head and this is Issa did this because she knew he was deathless. Um, in the book, it describes that uh, Rajar decided to burn Cyrus's body. However, Issa would later come back to collect the ashes and bring him to a resurrection chamber, which he was resurrected at. Um, his QIP, his quantum identity pattern, or the Infinity Blade world's version of the soul, he returned to his body. Cyrus is, Cyrus is reawakened, recognizing that he is a deathless, he still chooses to free mankind from their tyranny, and that is something that is briefly explained at the beginning, and I would say just in general in the second game. Um, I, and I believe that's all for the main points I have. Yeah. That is all I have for the main points for, um, from the book, Infinity Blade Awakening. My overall thoughts, um, not as much action in this book as I had hoped, but the action was still good and I still enjoyed it. You also, in the book, meet uh, a character named Tell, who's essentially, um, a droid-type, uh, creature who is able to somewhat think for himself, um... But the uh, Tell is always nervous and concerned, and he ch calls uh, Cyrus Master, hinting at a past relationship that the two had before the events of the book. Um, also, he's kind of brought in just randomly. I felt like that was kind of a weak point of the book, is they didn't really explain him. They just kind of threw him in, which it is... I think the way they handled them is fine. It's just, it's like, it would be nice if he was explained further, but granted, this book was more of a transition between the first and second game, and Tell does appear in the second and especially third game.
And uh, other thoughts on the book. As a fantasy book, it was decent. The world building could have been better. But the characters were given more attention, and that helps the books feel better connected with the games. The strength of the books is that they connect well with the games. The weakness is that because they're trying to connect the games and their stories, that is a weakness in a way. Because I don't think the world building... It is given some attention, and it is given some attention, but not as much as I think it should be given. Because you just... The world is described as they go on their journey in Infinity Blade Awakening. But it, I don't think it's given as much detail as it ought to have been. Granted, I think it's kind of hard to describe a world in a book while also at the same time uh, balancing out character arcs that are supposed to connect with uh, games. So they did have to work within the limits of what they... Brandon Sanderson had to work within the limits of what he was given based on the games. Um, I do recommend reading the books, so both Infinity Blade Awakening and Infinity Blade Redemption. They're both very helpful for understanding uh, the main characters of the story, and, and they work really well as transitions between the games. Overall, I gave the book like a 4 out of 5 stars. The other reason I think this book is called Infinity Blade Awakening is not just because the Infinity Blade is awakened, but it's, it's also like... Uh, foreshadowing of Cyrus reawakening to the fact awakening to the fact that he is a deathless that he is in fact more than just a mortal person who is a hero he's actually a deathless and he has this former life that he has forgotten which he now has to awaken himself to in order to understand who he is and what he was before now and that's really important to the second and especially third game and the sequel book, Infinity Blade Redemption. But that is my overall thoughts and discussion for the book, Infinity Blade Awakening. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, my next episode will be a discussion and overview of the sequel game, Infinity Blade 2, which will be really fun. I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and I'll see you in the next one.